welcome to the podcast, Dan Carity, if I'm being honest. I call it that because as an alcoholic in active addiction, I was anything but honest. I was a liar. But now in sobriety and in life, I am sharing my journey, honestly, even when it's ugly. My guests and I will discuss addiction and mental health, relationships, politics, and just life. And we will always give it to you straight. So here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, If I'm Being Honest, where today we are talking about Taylor Swift. Can't believe I'm saying that. I never thought that we would be talking about Taylor Swift on the podcast, but here we are. And this will all make sense in a moment. But the context of talking about her is to talk about focusing on the things that we can control. Instead of getting caught up in so much of what is around us, things we see, things we hear, news, social media, other people, and letting that control our emotions, our reactions, only focus on what you can control. What a difference that can make in your life. And Taylor Swift is a very humorous and obvious example of this right now. Taylor Swift is a very polarizing figure these days. You have the Swifties who, my God, <laughs> they will protect her to the end. It is crazy. Uh, but man, they are, they are hardcore fans and that's fine for them and good for her for having fans like that. Uh, there's no denying how popular she is right now. Her concert tours, her music, her, her specials, her streaming service specials, everything Taylor Swift touches turns to gold these days and you can be upset about that you can say it's crap that's fine there is a huge segment of the population who thinks otherwise to be clear i am not a taylor swift fan i'm not not a fan i just don't care her music isn't for me but i'm sure a lot of the music i listen to and certainly the music i listened to when i was younger is not for everybody as well. So listen, she's got a ton of hardcore fans. They are entertained by her. They love her. And honestly, the content that she puts out, at least it's somewhat appropriate compared to a lot of the content other people put out. So there could be worse things than being a Swifty or your kids being Swifties. But she's a polarizing figure, and that has found its way into woo, quite a controversial situation. American football. How? <laughs> now, most people, I shouldn't say most people, a lot of people know this, but for people who are not fans of her or of American football, the NFL, who may be from other countries around the world besides the U.S., I'm just going to give quick background here. Taylor Swift 
a handful of months back, uh, back started dating a man named Travis Kelsey. He is one of, if not the best tight end in American football. Uh, he plays on the best or one of the best teams. They won the Super Bowl last year. They're heading to the Super Bowl again this year. Uh, and they started dating and Taylor Swift started showing up at his games and the NFL after every play seems to throw the camera in her direction and football fans started going crazy. Why are we looking at Taylor Swift? Why is the camera going to Taylor Swift? I don't care about Taylor Swift. She doesn't even know anything about football. It just going bonkers that the NFL and the games were focusing on the fact that Taylor Swift is there more than the game itself. And I, I'll admit, at first I was like, what the hell? Like, Why does the camera keep going to her? I'm watching football because I'm a football fan. I want to watch the game. Why does the camera keep going to Taylor Swift? Well, let me tell you why. Yesterday, it was announced that since Taylor Swift has been coming to the games, here's the effect she has had on revenue for the NFL. In ad sales, social media ad spots, digital sales, merchandise sales, all, all these different ways that Taylor Swift can and has affected the NFL, she, her presence, has created an extra $331.5 million in revenue. Think about that. Just going to the games, Taylor Swift showing up to the games has made the NFL that much money. So whether you like her or hate her, or get frustrated by the fact that the NFL keeps showing her, get over it. <laughs> like She's making them money. It's not costing them any money. She's there because her boyfriend is playing. They're going to show it. And there are all these conspiracy theorists out there who think that the NFL is favoring the Kansas City Chiefs, that's who Travis Kelsey plays for. People think that the NFL is favoring them because they want them in the Super Bowl. Is there truth to that? I don't know. Some people make good arguments for why there's truth to that. I mean, listen, would you be surprised when you think about how our world works and how things are manipulated? Some of us notice it. Some of us don't. Would it surprise you? If the NFL is doing everything they can to get the Chiefs into the Super Bowl, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's a bonanza for them. They're going to make a ton more money than they already make. By the way, they already make a killing on the Super Bowl, but they're going to make that much more. So would it surprise you? No. If it does, that's foolish. But getting worked up about it, getting upset about it, you can't control that. Why would you waste your time and your energy? And as I said, when I first 
was watching the games and I'm watching her pop up on screen between every play. And I'm saying to myself, why, gosh, why do they keep showing her? I just want to watch the game. But at the end of the day, once I let go of the fact that they were showing her, it had no effect on the game. It's not like they were cutting away from the play to show Taylor Swift. No, they were showing her reaction in between plays after Travis Kelsey would make a good catch or score a touchdown or something. That's when they would show her. That has no effect on the game. It has no effect on me. The people who are getting really annoyed by that, why are you getting so annoyed? Who cares? It has no effect on the game. But I'll tell you what, the reactions on social media from people, the reactions from some members of my own family, I'm on text chains with all different groups of guys, some girls who watch the games on Sundays, and we text the whole time about what we're watching, what's going on in the games. And man, some people get so angry and so worked up for what? What in the world are you going to gain from reacting? First of all, overreacting and then getting in a fit of rage because they're showing Taylor Swift. Who can, I know she has nothing to do with football. Maybe she knows nothing about the sport. Maybe she knows a lot. I don't know. I don't know enough about her to know that. What I do know is that her being at the games and her getting attention has zero effect on my life. Zero. It doesn't affect me watching the games. Most of the time in between plays, I'm getting a chip with some salsa or I'm drinking my seltzer because I drink seltzer now. I'm not paying attention anyway, or I'm talking to my kids about what's going on in the game. So who cares if they're showing Taylor Swift? I understand if you're one of those people that thinks the NFL is manipulating whatever and you're betting on games and you think it's affecting the outcome of the games. Listen, that's on you. But to let it affect you in such a way, like the guy, he was in the news yesterday, a guy came out of that Baltimore Ravens game after the Kansas City Chiefs beat them, going berserk saying the whole thing is rigged for Taylor Swift. He's losing his mind. Seemed a little bit drunk, they said. Guy ends up getting arrested because he gets physical with some people, trying to start fights. I mean, dude, why do we let things that are completely out of our control take full control of our, of the moment, of our emotions, of our reactions. Now, I know from personal experience, I'll, I'll talk about me. When I was in active addiction and I was drinking, I was caught up in everything that was happening around me. I let the news dictate my mood every day. 
I took in too much of the news. But even situations like this, I would have been the first one watching that game, drinking beers, and if the game wasn't going the way I wanted to, if, if my Giants were losing that day, oh, this is nonsense. Get her off the screen. But I would have gotten all worked up about it because I would have been all stuck in my own head with my own problems. And that, Taylor Swift being on the screen, I would have let that stir me up. And what a waste of time, of energy. What a way to destroy any bit of positivity, of good mood that you might have going on. In my case, I watch the games, all the games with my kids now, right? And we smile and we laugh and we're enjoying the games. Um, My son asks me a million questions. I'm teaching him about how things go on in the game, strategies that the players, that the teams are using. It's such a fantastic experience. Could you imagine if I was sitting there with them going, oh, Taylor Swift, she sucks. Get her off the screen, blah, blah, blah. Talk about changing the entire mood and the experience of watching the games with my kids. But I'm watching people go bonkers over Taylor Swift and her effect on the NFL right now. You can't control that. The NFL doesn't care what you think. I promise you. She's made them $331.5 million in a few months. Do you think they care what you think? Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) So you can get all worked up about it. You can post on social media how they're ruining the NFL. You can text all your friends. You can spend all your energy all day Sunday and Monday after the games talking about this, tweeting about it, texting about it. And guess what? Nothing's going to change. All you're going to do is ruin your experience. Football, if you're a football fan and any kind of sports fan can understand this, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what sport you watch, it's supposed to be enjoyable. That's the idea. Sports is entertainment. There are some people who take sports as life. You might want to rethink that. Because I promise you, your team doesn't really care about you. Your team doesn't know who you are. Your team doesn't know your name, doesn't know your life, doesn't know what you do. They don't. So why do you care so much? I get fandom. I'm a huge Yankees fan. I'm a huge Giants fan. When I used to get drunk, I used to get way too worked up about the games. Sober, (laughs) level-headed, the game's over, that sucks. They lost. Moving on to the rest of my life, to things I can control. What I I can control while I'm watching the games is regardless of the outcome, I can enjoy the experience. Myself, with my kids, with whoever else I'm watching the games with. Now, I want to be careful. I know there are so many people on social media 
on on their text chains on this guys who make jokes about the whole thing. There was all these jokes going around this past weekend with Lamar Jackson, who was the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar's our only hope to save us from Taylor Swift, to save America, to save the NFL, save football. All that. When it's done tongue in cheek, you know, joking. Oh, it's hysterical. I love it. And I like all those posts. I think they're really funny. The NFL does need to be saved from Taylor Swift. Enough of this. Let's take our sport back. But come on. Seriously? Who cares if she's there? I don't. You know, maybe you're not a Chiefs fan because maybe they knocked your team out or maybe they beat your team in the Super Bowl last year, whatever it may be, and you can root against them. But to to get all worked up about it, come on now. Now, I'm going to share this from Discipline is Destiny, fantastic book. We know that between every stimulus and its response, every piece of information and our decision, there is space. It is a brief space, to be sure, but one with room enough to insert our philosophy. Will we use it? Use it to think, use it to examine, use it to wait for more information, or we will or will we give in to first impressions, to harmful instincts and old patterns? The pause is everything. Whether we're talking about a post on social media or a costly mistake at work, an obvious lie someone tried to deceive us with an insubordinate employee, a difficult obstacle, a casual insensitivity, or a complex problem. Everything must be met with a measured and mellow eye. Life is going to throw so much at you. The question is, how are you going to look at all this? How in control are you of the light under which you must examine the events of life? How in control are you of the light under which you must examine the events of life? That part, we're talking about a post on social media or a mistake at work or Taylor Swift being on the television screen during a football game. How we react to these things. Taylor Swift, I'm using it as the example today because it's all over social media, it's in the news, here in the U.S. I don't know about other places, but here in the U.S. But everyone can understand how big Taylor Swift is, what kind of effect she can have. As I said, everything she touches turns to gold these days. You can like her or you can hate her. She's very polarizing. I get that. Some of us don't like when someone becomes so successful. And we don't get it because it's not our taste. She's not my taste either. Okay, but I'm not mad at her for all of her success or for what she's doing. Good for her. And as I said, she's a way better role model, way better role model than a lot of the people out there. So I got no problem with Taylor Swift. And... Do I care if she's at an NFL game and if the camera keeps going to her all the time? 
No. I mean, do I want her to be there? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not even going to pay attention. I'm going to watch the football game because I like football. I am not going to allow this situation to steal the joy of watching football from me or from my family, who I do it with. If you're going to let little things in your life, whatever they may be, think about it. Think about how you spend your day on social media, reading the news, maybe impatient in traffic, getting annoyed by people on public transport, waiting in line at the grocery store, all these different things where other people and other people's actions can affect us. If you can't control them, why waste your time worrying about them? destroys your own energy. It steals the positivity from your life. In active addiction, I focused on all the wrong things, on all the things I couldn't control. And so I was forever in a bad mood, negative, rage boiling, when I was in traffic and, and I, and I lost so much of the joy in so many things that I like to do sober. I don't waste my time. You know, I spend parts of my day doing the things I can control to stay sober. And then that flows over into the other parts of my life where I am not going to waste my time Scrolling, doom scrolling, right? Not going to waste my time reading the news. I read enough so that I know what's happening in the world. Most of it's awful, but I don't hyper-focus on it all day long, waiting for the next breaking segment. No, just enough. Try not to let the people affect me that are around me that I can't control. I certainly don't let Taylor Swift being in the stands at a football game and the television cameras catching her reaction to great plays from her husband. I'm not letting that turn me off to the football game, put me in a bad mood, create a negative feeling in my life, and then to the people around me. And I don't want my kids to see that. If my kids see me bitching about Taylor Swift on the screen, then, they, then they're going to start bitching about it. And then they start to think that that's okay, that that's normal, that that's how we should react if there's something we don't like. Listen, you might not like Taylor Swift, but there are tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people who feel different. There are more people watching the games than ever before. They have record-setting ratings. Record-setting merchandise sales. I promise you, now that Travis Kelsey, her boyfriend, who plays for the Chiefs, now that he's in the Super Bowl, 
They're probably going to have record-setting ticket prices, record-setting viewership, record-setting streaming service, record-setting everything. Because Taylor Swift will probably be in the house. Get over it. Just watch the game. Enjoy the game. Don't worry about that. Focus on the things you can control. I didn't think we'd be talking about Taylor Swift today, but I thought it was a really easy, obvious subject, something easy to wrap your hands around. There are way more important things in our lives than the Taylor Swift effect on football. You have so many important things in your days with your own job and the people you sometimes have to work with, other ones that you choose to work with, but also your family, your friends, all kinds of people that are around you. Focus on the things you can control. You'd be amazed at what it does for your own mindset, how freeing it can be, how positive you can remain throughout the day, And what kind of effect that can have on everybody around you. You'll be in a much better space. Much better space. Promise you that. So, Taylor Swift, we'll see you at the Super Bowl. Hope everybody enjoys the game two weeks from now. Um, It'll be interesting. We'll have to check back in and see what uh, what the numbers are from the Taylor Swift effect. Focus on what you can control. You'll be a better person for it, a happier person for it. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and do not hesitate to check out some of my past guests. If there's something you want to get off your chest or just some comments, suggestions to make, please email me at dkpodcast at Have a great day.